0: hello and welcome to 2010 minutes a podcast that focuses on mental health in a serious but yet humorous way listen as i interview a wide variety of guests where we show our support as well as sharing our own personal struggles and stories with mental health i am your host tim mccarthy and now it's time to talk about it hello everyone and welcome to another episode of 2010 minutes today i'm joined by a mental health advocate and motivational speaker based out in Los Angeles, California, Britt Turpak. Welcome, Britt.
1: Thank you so much, Tim.
0: Thank you for taking the time out of this. So you're a very hardworking human, I've read and seen. You're a representative of the uh, NAMI West Side Los Angeles chapter. You do Ending the Silence Presenter and Peer-to-Peer Teacher with NAMI. Can you go over uh, your representation of the NAMI and what you do for them?
1: Yeah, for sure. So NAMI is the nation's largest grassroots mental health organization. It's been around for over 40 years, so a very, very long time. And it's kind of set up like our government system. So there's NAMI National based out of Virginia, and then there's NAMI at the state level and local affiliates. So I'm affiliated with the West Side Los Angeles chapter. And there's over 600 affiliates across the country. And we're a small team of, I mean, six, seven, eight, if you're counting interns and whatnot. But we're doing, we're doing a lot of work in mental health education, awareness, and <coughs> providing resources and support. Um, it's an incredible organization. And just one of my missions is to make NAMI a household name because the irony is I actually didn't find out about it until about two and a half years ago when I started getting involved, uh, as one of the ending, the silence presenters, which goes into local schools to help destigmatize this conversation around mental health. But yeah, we're doing, we're doing really incredible work. I'm really proud to be affiliated with such an amazing organization.
0: Yeah, they really are. I think when I started getting into this, I looked up like mental health and they were like the first, uh, company that I saw. And I went, uh, down a deep dive on them and like you said there's different chapters and I follow the Massachusetts one okay um, on like Instagram and stuff so I'm always sharing their stuff now how did you link up with them like how did you get started and why did you get started with them?
1: that's such a good question i I got started I'm 31 now um, but it was around my mid20s when I had my I guess you could say quote unquote rock bottom or maybe breakthrough moment awesome at it. And prior to that, I was living with mental health conditions, but I was unaware of it and didn't have the education to know what was going on. And that's, I think, the thing that's so challenging about mental health conditions is that it's not like when you break your arm, what do you do? You go get a cast, and then that cast is your symbol to the world and your communities that you're hurt, but you're also healing. With mental health conditions, you can be like, eight blonde look however on the outside and everyone's like oh you're fine
0: <laughs> yep
1: um and and so that's what happened to me and i didn't have this like one one monumental moment it was like a series of moments that looked like laziness on the outside but was really me living with anxiety and depression to a point where it was debilitating me from Going through my day, fulfilling adult responsibilities, and then cut to I'm twenty five and I'm homeless, living out of my car and couch surfing, and barely having money in my checking account to buy gas or food. It was just one of those like, how did I get here? Um, but to the long-winded answer,
0: no, keep I- going.
1: I started this project because I have really wonderful, I have an incredible mom. I have wonderful female role models in my life. And I started this, this blog and this podcast with a mission of redefining our female role models in society. So I ended up interviewing in like a year and a half. It was very ambitious over 50 women on success, purpose, leadership, meaning yada, yada, yada. And What I realized is that they all had this underlying self-acceptance and self-worth. Ironically enough, I didn't have that at the time. So I feel like it was like my life school moment, I guess you could say. And what I did was I went, I was like, I need to translate this to people. So I dug into my conversations and saw overlapping practices and accumulated a list of five, five practices that all of these women were essentially doing. And I equated that with self-worth and, and then realized I need to teach this to people. And, you know, they say we teach that what we need the most, which is so true. Yeah. And yeah. so I started calling schools in the LA area. i was like, I need to come speak to your students, not just not just girls and young women. Like it applied to everybody, in my opinion. For sure. And it was so funny because having these schools, I don't know why they let me in. Like I didn't even have a PowerPoint. <laughs> I was just like, I don't even have a well thought out presentation, but who I was this lady? It. Yes. <laughs> I I I'm very charismatic and I and I note this, but I also am also very passionate and can And get a crowd going. So that's what I did. And then in the midst of that, NAMI Westside found me and they were like, these are positive coping strategies in the mental health space. Would you come do mental health education with us? And I was like, sure, I guess, you know, like this very much in alignment. And it's one of those things, you know, I've been doing that for the last few years now, um, where you just see how your, your purpose, I believe is always downloaded, has always been downloaded within the day you're born, but it's kind of the journey discovery process of figuring out what that is. And it just all makes sense now.
0: That's awesome. It's so Um, good to see you um, translate that in such a low place and to what you're doing now. Do you, you must reflect on that all the time? Like you are now just like,
1: it's so wild because the closest people in my life know that. Um, and then kids that I go in to give these presentations to know this. You know, like I've given out probably over 150 presentations with Nami. Wow. But it's not something I talk about that frequently. Um and so a comment I receive a lot because I have a very like in this journey, what I've learned is my mental health is my number one priority. So I'm very ruthless when it comes to me prioritizing that. I like
0: that. that.
1: Um, and I feel good so much of the time because it's all interconnected. Like my sleep, I don't drink. I, you know, occasionally I'll have a glass of wine, but I'm saying for the most part, I don't know. I eat really well. I exercise, I meditate, I do all of the things but It's because I feel so good. And people are like, you're always good. You're always happy. And I genuinely really am because I, when I wake up, I really remember those times when I just felt so lost or so displaced and really hopeless and just being at the place where I am now where, yes, there's so much to be done and so much work, but I'm so appreciative. I have a bed. I have a roof over my head. I look at the beach from my couch, you know, like I live in sun. I'm just so, I come back to the state of appreciation. And so, yeah, I, it does translate because it gives you a lens of, um, a lens of appreciation and compassion that I personally don't think I would have had, had I not had certain experiences.
0: Yeah. Rub it in with the uh, nice weather in the beach. That was, uh, that was
1: nice. (laughs) now.
0: Oh wow. That's uh yeah. that would be a good thing to wake up to every day. Now, I, I had a tough time being proud of myself. And I feel like you just touched on that a little bit. Do you feel awkward sometimes being like, I am proud of myself and saying that and sharing that? No. That's yeah, awesome. Because you are yeah. ruthlessly about it.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I don't. And it's because I take it so seriously and I put so much work into it and I'm proud of it. And somebody actually asked me that because so interesting. Right before the global pandemic, it was almost like my life starting to turn on in february of 2020 and so the timing of everything has been really interesting um for me personally and i'm not i'm very well aware this is a very challenging time and i'm not taking that away from anybody but i also just come back to i believe it's important when you have light to shine that because people need that
0: Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And you're motivating. That's what you're trying to do. You're a great motivator. You got me motivated looking at your uh, website, your videos and everything. Yeah, no, I was actually, I was jacked up about this interview. I was like, I need some motivation. So it's like a, it's like a personal one-on-one I got with you. So this is great. I didn't even want the interview. I just, I just wanted the one-on-one motivation, there you go. not even well, recording this.
1: <laughs> it's <reciprocated>. You're fine. <laughs> awesome.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I wanted to back up a little bit because your analogy about the broken arm is exactly what I say to people. And I, I don't know if you saw me, I was like smiling ear to ear and I just wanted to jump in. I was like, I was like, that's what I say. I was like, I, I was like, I need a cast on my brain, but no one can see it. And it's like, you can't take a day off from work to say it. Well, you can, but you feel so awkward. It's right. like, you can take multiple days off for a broken leg, an arm. And I always say that too. It's like, my arm can be cut off and I can be depressed and really bad about it, but I can survive. If right. my brain is off and dead, that's it. That's game over. So your brain is more important than an arm, which is sounds weird to say, but exactly. But I
1: also think it's just, you know, with a physical, with certain physical conditions, and I'm not saying all of them, there's typically a way or a few ways to fix the problem. The brain is so complex and it's even like if you're dealing with five people who live with anxiety and depression, for example. There's so many things that feed into that in terms of like circumstances and trauma and this and that where it's going to manifest and look different on everybody. And with that being said, the recovery process is also different for everyone. It's not like there's a one size fits all answer. And so for me, you know, the acceptance of me needing help was really my first step in my recovery journey. Um, and then in I also realized, and you talked about before we hopped on here, like sharing your story, I almost think it's not in a bad way, selfish, but it's really healing when you do, when you are able to talk about it.
0: To back up to is, uh, you talked about, um, women that influence you in life do you have uh, certain people that are on that list that uh, come to mind right off the jump
1: oh my gosh yes there's definitely one her name is Angela Manuel Davis she is a fitness instructor and she's more of like a fitness evangelist I guess you could say but it was my it was really my therapy she was working at SoulCycle at the time and um she was the she was really a Influential person who provided a lot, of, a lot of insight for me and offered me a space to reflect and, and learn and, and also kind of like crack me open in a way that allowed for a lot of this healing process to happen.
0: Yeah, I was reading a lot of your uh, information. You took a lot of uh, you took a lot of information from so many different types of people and, and took all that information because I was looking, I was like, oh, I wonder how she learned all of this. And you were like, "Yep, just took everything from everybody and just put it into one. And you're a very original person in what you're doing and doing such a great job at it. So I think that's very cool.
1: Well, thank you. And I appreciate you saying that. And the thing is, it's like anything that I talk about is not revolutionary. Like there's so many people who talk about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just my voice, you know, and my, my way that I share it. And I think it's kind of the case with anything. Um, but, and just putting your own spin on it.
0: Now, a little bit, I was reading too, you were trained in mindfulness base reduction, MSBR. Can you explain that a little bit for people that don't really know that?
1: Yeah, it's a mindfulness practice, mindfulness-based stress reduction. Um, mindfulness is really just coming back to the present moment. Um, kind of this idea of bringing your mind, body, heart all back, in, back into the same space. And it's not necessarily about eliminating thoughts and, and you know, getting rid of all thoughts. It's just about slowing, slowing everything down and bringing your awareness into the now whether that's in a meditation practice or even in conversation with somebody or even being so aware of when you're taking a sip of your water. And it's definitely something that I incorporate a lot into my, my presentation, NAMI, my presentations in corporate spaces. It's been a big part of my healing journey and recovery. So.
0: How do you, help somebody do that because personally like I have a tough time living in the moment and I'm always worried about the future and I regret some of the past I've done but it's like everything in my head and that's something I would definitely like need to do try to do
1: through an active practice I have a very active meditation practice and I encourage people you know it can be daunting and overwhelming this idea of like sitting down in stillness with mantra or candle or guided meditation for like 20 minutes, like (laughs) (laughs) but I would say start with a minute. You know, like get into the habit of the consistency of doing it every single day, maybe at the same time, hand on heart, hand on stomach, and breathing for 60 seconds. And then once you do that, maybe sitting down and trying, trying five minutes and just the practice of that and knowing showing up every single day is going to look different. And again, it's not about eliminating all thoughts. It's just about if it's up here, maybe bringing it down, down to here, and just being an acknowledgement of where you're at today. Hi, Marta, my cleaning ladies. Oh, nice. Hello, Marta. Hi, Marta. She's shaking her head at me.
0: <laughs> I've seen. I've seen her on your Instagram story. I like how you said twenty minutes with that uh, meditation.
1: Yes, yes, yes. 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Perfect.
0: I- I've definitely wanted to try to get into meditation, but with my ADHD, I definitely get nervous. So that's like exactly what I, uh, you explained. And I always forget to breathe and breathing is such a huge part. Like I'll be driving and I don't realize it. and Then I'll take like that deep breath. I'm like, I didn't breathe for a while.
1: Listen, I am like pretty sure this is an accurate statement, but nobody, nobody quote me on this completely. Um, <laughs> you see and I talk about this but you know I'm not a licensed PS I'm not a licensed therapist or anything and that's something that I typically always start out with I am an expert in my own lived experience so just like forewarning people perfect Um, I was gonna do
0: that at the uh I probably have this at the beginning of the episode because I'm the same way I'm like don't take exactly
1: I'm like I have my lived experience um what I was going to say is as As of what I know, there's no science behind the length of time that one meditates, but there is science behind the consistency of it. That's what I'm saying. Even if you sit down and do it for a minute every single day, you'll see the benefits of it, the positive benefits of it, as opposed to just sitting down for like an hour on like a Saturday and deciding to do it. Uh, Which I believe, I believe consistency builds character anyways. And it builds with, we get benefits of so many things. With repetition.
0: Um, Practice makes perfect.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: I'm big into repetition because, yeah, like um, Rome wasn't built in a day, they say, right? Right. Yeah, so you got to get that short step. So I'm going to take that into consideration. Um, I do like that. Um, What was I going to say here? Uh, To move on a little bit, um, your endurance cycle. I was reading about that. Can you explain that a little bit? There's three things. It's alignment, expansion, and movement.
1: Yes. So basically, my endurance cycle is what I talk about in corporate settings, and it's it's they're essentially all mindfulness practices. And so what I do is I talk about the importance of creating a morning routine and which are also practices you can practice throughout your day to bring you back into the now, back into the present. Alignment, bringing the mind, body, heart all back into the same room, the same space, not worrying about the past, not worrying about the future through, through breathing exercises, through meditation. Number one, two, expansion. Expansion is this idea of perspective for me. It's, it's choosing to see things happening for you as moments of opportunity for expansion as, as teachers. So not not this idea of feeling good all the time, because that's not realistic, but seeing good and bad as a learning opportunity Um, and seeing how opportunities can expand you and doing that through a pause. So like pausing, moment of reflection, seeing how something is teaching you, expanding you, making you a better version of yourself Mm -hmm. and choosing, choosing to see things in that frame of mind and then third is movement and it can be physical exercise which I still believe in I I mean a fitness instructor was my place of healing and my mentor so that's been very influential in a positive way in my life but also you know if you don't have the opportunity to exercise for 30 minutes even putting in earphones and dancing to a song, moving your body. Mm-hmm. Like when your body's stagnant, moving it out of the space that it's in also moved to mind, body, and heart. Um, and so I'm just a big advocate of dance, walking, yoga, anything to get you out of spaces that you're in.
0: Yeah. Body motion stays in motion. I'm huge yeah. into uh, staying active because um, if you're going to sit on the couch all day, you're going to be a stick in the mud and it's so hard to, get you motivated when you especially when you're trying to right. motivate yourself that's like one of the hardest things to do so I'm a big proponent in that as well I do love to dance uh me and my wife love weddings and we just love cutting a rug and now yeah, they're like it. you know what I mean I love it I love it and uh it stinks with the whole um the COVID thing going on because like there's no places to like dance because you got to be six feet. in
1: your living room oh no we do we do
0: <laughs> we jam out uh, now, the, the endurance cycle, is that something you put together with everything that you yeah. learned? That's awesome. I like your little, your little thing.
1: Yeah, those are three of the initial five things that I found from that project.
0: That's awesome. I know what I was going to ask, too. And this is something that has always intrigued me to figure out, especially with motivational speakers. Have you tried to motivate somebody and it didn't work? And if so, how does that make you feel? And how do you get out of that? Or are you just flawless in the motivation game? <laughs>
1: You just have to remember you're not responsible for anybody. Yeah. Like you show up, you do what you're called to do. And then whether or not somebody takes action on that, like you're not going to make everybody happy. Yes. In this case, you're not going to motivate everyone. Um, and just letting go.
0: For sure. Does that make you feel like any certain way? If you know that you don't motivate somebody, because that would bum me out. I try to like, when I try to motivate somebody in my amateur ways, I'm like,
1: no, because I mean, I haven't always had this answer. So I used to be like super people pleaser.
0: Same. I'm the same way.
1: But it's been a journey and something I'm constantly working on. But now
0: I would be the opposite because I try to please everybody and I get so defeated. But then again, I'm at to the point. I'm trying not to care what other people think. And that was like one of the biggest lies I've ever told myself. I was like, yeah, I don't care what anyone thinks. And in my head, I'm like, I care what everyone is saying about me in their head right now.
1: I have. I've been in that place. It is awful.
0: But now that I'm 35, I'm like, yeah, forget it. Who cares? I got too much to do.
1: So wild. I turned 31 in November and I was like, I've never felt better. I've never felt younger.
0: Yeah, I know, right? The 30s are sweet.
1: So here's a funny story. So. <laughs> Marta is trying to set me up. I'm single. Oh, um, Marta okay. is trying to set me up with two of two of her clients. One who is a friend of mine who lives upstairs, and then the other one is this guy who I don't know, but she sees him on Wednesdays. And so she was telling him about me, and she told him I was 21, which a I was flattered. <laughs> I was flattered. Joking. You can
0: pass we like, for 21. You
1: think I'm 21, okay? But also, he was like, No, I'm not interested in dating a 21 year old. <laughs> oh,
0: wow, swinging a miss, Marta.
1: Yeah, but uh, but I could not be mad when she told me that. I was like, okay.
0: Marta, matchmaker, house cleaner, yeah. and matchmaker. I love That's that. All. She's the best. Yeah. Um. And yeah, you, you, you're big into yoga too. And that was one of the first yeah. things I got into physically. Like I was a little bit overweight and I, and I could tell that I was, uh, I was just like, just, I felt like a, like a human bagel bite. I just felt melted and gross. <laughs> I was just like, uh, so I, I love yoga too. Cause I'm a short guy. So when I stretch, I'm like, I feel like I'm an inch taller now. Like yeah. I feel great. It's good. You got to take care of your back. Um, you got to take care of your body, your joints, everything. Um, and I, in your YouTube videos, you, you're doing the crisscross applesauce and you just yeah. look so, so proper. And your, your posture is like, perfect. I, my posture is in the middle, but how long you been doing yoga and how, like, do you, do you practice that for other people? You suggest that?
1: I do. I teach it as well. Okay. Awesome. Um, yes, I see it as a moving meditation for me. It's not 100%. physical. It's more of the mental space that it puts me in. Um, yeah, you can take this. yeah. <laughs> i'm getting her
0: on the podcast next
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you she will boost any ratings that you have like 100 oh, you know, story just i've never I found it, i've never received so much feedback in my life um i'm going to start a march's fan page um
0: please do i'm gonna i want to be the uh the chairman
1: he, he <laughs> head at me. She loves it. Um, sorry you were asking me a serious question oh um, no
0: i if you listen to any of my episodes if any of your fans listen to my podcast i don't take anything serious uh so this is this is perfect like obviously i take mental health serious but i do it in right. a way that i need to joke about it because right. i'm not a professional and i think professionals are good and you should seek a professional right but i'm just some random dude that's like yeah i got depression like come on for the ride
1: oh my gosh i need to put you in contact with i have somebody i'm going to put you in contact with
0: excited excited don't tell me who it is just tell them to randomly call me
1: suicide prevention speaker but also a comedian so funny he's kind of a mentor he is a mentor figure of mine not kind of he is in in the speaking space
0: Yeah, tell them to call me at like weird hours of the day. I'll answer. I
1: will. I feel like you would
0: get along well. Yeah, I'm I'm always looking for new people to chat with. And I know backing up, you helped so many women. And I feel like it's like an 80-20 split of women being more open about mental health than men. I have like a tough time finding other men, uh, that open up about mental pod, uh, mental health. And I feel like it's, it, it is a stigma with men as well, where it's, uh, like you got to keep that tough guy image or like man up all that stuff.
1: Also, I feel like that's more so you're in Boston, aren't you? Yep. I feel like that's even more so an East Coast thing.
0: Yes. People from in Boston. New York, yes.
1: New York, Boston, that whole yeah, they people out here
0: are very aggressive. They don't yeah. let their guard down. Yeah, anything I'm that you see.
1: What?
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you've seen any uh, like Boston movie uh, like on that, it's it's accurate in a way. Usually the actors accents aren't that good. I try to mm. bring back my accent because I feel like I sound so stupid when I compare it to other people.
1: Wait, let's hear it.
0: Um, I feel, see. I don't know any like sayings. I hate when people say park the car in Harvard Yard because you can't. <laughs>
1: that was be the one. I was yeah,
0: ask. everyone loves that, but you can't park your car in Harvard Yard, so it's it doesn't make any sense. And we like we're like, sure, oh, stop it,
1: shut up.
0: People love uh, like it's funny because um, people come to Boston. It, it's a great city. It's like one of the oldest cities. that they, they have like the oldest bars. It's, it's definitely definitely come up, come out to Massachusetts. Bring Marta. I'll show you guys around. We'll have a blast. Love an absolute basket. Yeah, exactly.
1: She typically does Vegas at Christmas, but maybe I can like get her to
0: I will go out to Vegas with her. Me and my wife want to go to Vegas so bad. Does she play blackjack? What does she play?
1: He played blackjack. Wait, come here. Get over here.
0: I will talk, I will talk casinos (laughs) all day. Get her over here. (laughs) She's coming. All right. What Marta. Marta, what is going on? My name exactly. Tim McCarthy. Twenty ten minutes. What's going on? How I love that mask. It's
1: a good mask okay.
0: That's a beautiful mask. What do you What do you play in Vegas? What What games yeah. you play?
1: Uh, Is um, Korean player? Uh,
0: Is uh, Pai Gow. Pai Gow.
1: Yeah.
0: That That game uh, scares me because I don't know how to play, and I want to jump into it, but I don't know. You might have to it's teach me.
1: For, for, Holden.
0: Holden, Texas Hold'em?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a good one too. I do Blackjack 21. That's that's the easiest because I can't count past 21. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. We're going to Vegas on Christmas. I'm bringing my wife and we're going to win a million. Have a
1: Merry
0: Christmas. Yeah, yeah we'll, have, <laughs> we'll have a very Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she rocks. Say bye. Mr. Say bye.
1: Yeah.
0: bye I to go. <laughs> bye have a good one <laughs> people are gonna be so confused that aren't watching this video <laughs> and what? i love that absolutely love that so yeah back to boston um like they have like those like shirts in town that are definitely for tourists like there's one the people that like say like wicked pissa. like we don't i don't i don't really i don't say pissa a lot maybe not in those two two ways it's like i say wicked for everything it's like i think you guys say hella
1: I think that's a Northern
0: California thing. Uh, okay. I don't. Okay. That. California is too big of a state. So um, yes. everyone's like different. different I mean. Okay. Okay. And um, d- you're a Dunkin' Donuts fan. Do you call it anything else besides Dunkin' Donuts? Dunkin'? Okay. We call it Dunks out here.
1: Oh, okay. I had,
0: I had an interview with a, with a buddy uh, on another podcast, The Soba Highway. And he's like, do you call it Dunks or dunkies? And I like had to think. I was like, oh, we definitely call it Dunks.
1: Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing though. It's not big in LA. It's not popular. I'm just, it's a nostalgic thing for me.
0: So funny enough, uh, I grew up in a town called Quincy, Massachusetts, where um, like John Quincy Adams was born all that stuff. The original Dunkin' Donuts is from Quincy, Massachusetts. So there's That's a fun cool. fact. So you can tell people like I talked to 2010 minutes and his town city is the original Dunks.
1: OG OG. Spot.
0: But I also hate Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I don't like Dunkin' Donuts at all. Okay, are, their coffee's too wa- watery. It
1: is, but the iced coffee is still good.
0: Yeah, I drink iced coffee year round, and I think it's weird that people call you out for that. I'm like, do you drink warm water in the winter? Like, what are you talking like, I can't drink an ice cold coffee. Yeah,
1: no, I, yes, it's very refreshing.
0: It is. I do mine black, though. I don't, I don't put anything in it.
1: I, I sometimes do a black, too.
0: It's a, it's the only way I can drink it. I'm I can't do milk, can't do sugar, um, yeah. and all that. I love getting I love getting derailed in, in interviews with people because it's my favorite thing. That's when I can. It's when I shine. It's when I have to ask the professional questions. I'm like, don't mess it up, like I did earlier. You asked, I I asked the question. You're like, yeah, that has nothing to do with. That. I just said I was like, damn it. <laughs> thanks for thanks for not judging. Um, so the Nami, I keep saying NAMI like an idiot. Uh, the Nami. Uh,
1: whatever. talk about.
0: Talk about their free mental health programming in the, uh, and the uh, um, what am I trying to say? The, uh, not the payment way.
1: they their free mental health programming. Um, in, in my work with NAMI, I teach a peer-to-peer class, but in addition to, which is an eight-week curriculum on basically mental health basics, positive coping strategies, there is a curriculum, that's a national curriculum that we follow, There's also a family to family class, which is eight weeks for uh, people who have loved ones who live with mental health conditions. And then in addition to those two, we have peer to peer support groups, which are weekly check-in support groups which are happening all week long that people can pop into, even if it's just for one week here or there, and family to family support groups. And what's so great is since COVID, we've gone virtual. And all of these resources are free, they are virtual, so you don't have to be on the West side here of LA. And even when we go back to an in-person setting for these for these classes and emotional support groups, we're still going to maintain our virtual uh, options because they're doing so well.
0: And that's awesome. And you can reach them, oh, what is it? A, uh, NAMI.org, is that, is that um, the
1: website? NAMI, NAMI.org for the national, but for the NAMI West side programming, NAMILA.org dot org so dot org
0: I love when businesses keep it simple with websites and yes, like I'm good they don't have the uh whole name of uh yeah. their acronym
1: Not me, Side. Los Angeles just
0: Yeah and I'm always, I'm always misspelling things. I've texted you through Instagram and I think every sentence I have had one word that.
1: Oh, it's okay. My autocorrect does that perpetually with everybody I text. So I'm just like, sometimes inappropriate things come out and I'm like, oh God, sorry. It's
0: like when uh, it it does ducking and I'm like, I'm like that, they're spelling it wrong. I was like, is that even a word? But then you realize like ducking is an actual word and yes, you're like, I'm an yes. idiot.
1: yeah. <laughs> I've been there. I've had that thought.
0: It's so funny. So yeah, you do, you're rep for NAMI Westside LA, peer-to-peer teacher, ending the silence. It it is just remarkable how much you put into it. Like, what do you do in between? Like, what is, like, what do you do for fun? Like, obviously this is fun. I'm not saying it's not. Let me reword that. What are other things that you do for fun?
1: I love being outside. So I love going on hikes. I do that a couple of times a week. There's a mountain I like to go
0: to. What's the name of the mountain? Um, oh, come on.
1: I get to myself because it's a lot of locals. And, oh, okay. Yeah.
0: I like that. So, a nice little secret.
1: Special, secret place. Yep. Yeah. Um, Set
0: up an appointment with Brit, and then she'll tell you where it is.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so i play hourly and then I'll tell
0: you. Yep, yep, yeah, that's the bonus material.
1: Um, let's see. <laughs> A lot of outdoor activities. I love to play tennis. I actually started taking up tennis lessons during COVID and I've been loving that. So anything active and anything outside?
0: I've played tennis. i played tennis once and I can't hit it to make it bounce. I always hit it like a baseball and it like goes over the fence and I can't figure out how to like hit it to the next bouncer.
1: It's not even always about hitting it so hard.
0: I know. But you, I just want to like just Andre Agassi yeah. it. Like just, yeah. I just love, I love the big, like, like spike at the top. Those, those are always correct. my favorite. I'm
1: working. My forehand and backhand are good. I'm, mm-hmm. I'll give myself that. My serve needs work. My I slice feel, is terrible. Awful. Just I did these
0: I did decent on serving. The fore, the forehand, I'm hitting too hard, and the backhand always like ricochets right out of bounds. But
1: are you a double backhand?
0: No, I try to be fancy.
1: Okay, I'm I go one-handed backhand over the shoulder.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah. I love. I'm not a huge tennis guy, but I love seeing the highlights of it when, like, I love the fake out when they try to go in it, and they just give yeah. it a little tap. Yeah,
1: I'm,
0: I'm more of a ping pong guy. I think it's because got of it.
1: My, Ooh, that's cool.
0: I like that. Uh, I think it's my short stature, so I can just. Yeah keep with it it's like mini tennis
1: it's oh, finesse. that takes a lot of finesse
0: it really does i'm, I'm getting down the uh the curving it when you yeah. hold it upside down and you kind of give it a wrist wrist hit
1: yeah.
0: i went to my buddy's house and uh, he had a ping pong uh table and i haven't played in a while went in there beat him in his home home court oh. he was not happy he was not happy whatsoever <laughs> so funny um yeah, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Uh, you've definitely started my day very well. It is it is almost two o'clock here, um, and you got my day going. This is great. I got I got happy a
1: nice happy because one of the things that I'm going to have one day is a morning show. I don't know what that looks like, but I just feel like that's very appropriate for me. So.
0: Oh yeah, talk about your podcast real quick. What is what what is the name? And
1: it's called Dancing in the Gray.
0: Ooh, that's ri- I love that yes gray's my favorite color
1: well it's about these uncertainties in life it's not released yet i've just started uh recording it'll be released in may which is mental health awareness month yep um and and talking about these gray areas in in life instead of this certainty black and white idea that so many of us have
0: the reason i love gray because it represents my bipolar i feel like
1: It's not
0: not too much white, not too much black. It's just perfect.
1: That middle area.
0: It's perfect. I like that a lot. Um, so I usually like to end our episodes with some fun things. Okay. So let's start with. I always because I'm a huge music person, I feel like you are too. Right. I always uh do on my shows, I do a music suggestion and a movie suggestion for people to check out. And sometimes they don't, but sometimes they do, and they let me know. So who would you, or what song, album, band would you recommend people to check out that you like?
1: That's such a great question. I'm just going to answer with what I was listening to this morning. Awesome. So I was on um, a Pharrell Happy Kick yesterday. Yep. And then I think the album is Girl. Is that what the album is? I I think
0: so. I like Pharrell a lot, but I'm not good with names of albums or anything.
1: I'm not either. But Gust of Wind... On that album, it's so good. Such such a good beat in the morning. Like it's what I was moving and grooving to it all morning long prior prior to seeing you.
0: I'm definitely gonna use that for right after this because I need to finish up cleaning.
1: It's not just keeps a little pep in your step. It makes you walk with a little swag. Do you know what I mean? You're moving your
0: shoulders a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. High stepping. Yes, yes, yes. And you like kind of embody that Pharrell feeling because he's just so cool. So you're like, oh. Yeah.
0: What? Huh? Check out the song uh, by Pharrell called "Lemon." That's one of the jams me yes, and my wife like. Yes, yeah. Yeah,
1: yep, so that's good. it. And there's
0: one with uh, there's a remix I think with Drake and Rihanna. Okay. Um, th- that's a great one too. Now, what would be your go-to movie suggestion? If you have a favorite movie, or do you just have a suggestion? You can do both if you want. So,
1: I'm a big fan of Goldie HAN. She's my favorite, and House Sitter is probably my favorite movie. It's an oldie, but so good. But if we want to talk about something right now, it's a TV show. It's called, well, actually, two. Schitt's Creek was my favorite. My
0: wife loves that show, it's and great.
1: I. I'm rewatching it just because I've enjoyed it so much. But I'm also watching on Netflix. Call My Agent, which is a French comedy, Subtitles, If you don't mind, if you don't mind that, fantastic.
0: I think my wife might watch that too. I always make fun of her when she plays Shit's Creek because we have opposite schedules and I'll be sleeping and then I'll hear that theme song, and I'm always like, I always just do that turn our drive her nuts. Yeah. I don't I don't watch it, I don't really watch much TV anymore. I always watch like the stuff I've already seen because it t- takes yeah. a lot for me to get stuff uh new. But every time I sit with her, it's hysterical.
1: It's uh, so fun.
0: That is great. And I feel like blondes stick together with Goldie Hawn because my mom is a huge Goldie Hawn fan. <laughs> It, it really is that yeah. she is up there for uh for you guys and then also i asked you to think of three grateful things th- three things that you're grateful for but kind of out of the box because i feel like we're grateful for life family right. everything in between so do you have like three out of the box or ridiculous things that you're grateful for and then i'm gonna judge you hard on it
1: okay <laughs> so i don't know if this is i'm genuinely i think you want to you know out of the box which is not the sunflowers
0: that i'm looking at this entire time my mom is obsessed with sunflowers straight up so she doesn't have you i gotta link you out my mom so um (laughs) so she yes a goldie Han fan club with sunflowers that's like a new that'll be you guys rap name sunflowers and Han. sunflowers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. You can use it. So, I, funny enough, my mom's never had a tattoo. So we went up to get a tattoo from our friend, and she wanted a, um, a sunflower, and she wore like a sunflower dress too. It's like wearing the band T-shirt of the one you're seeing. I'm like, you can't do that. So she got one on her back, and what I didn't tell her was I was going to get the same one. So i she got it in color, and I got a matching one in black and white on my ankles. So it's, uh, that's, uh, that is so fun. Goldie Hawn and sunflowers. I'm like, is am I talking to my mom right now?
1: Uh, Yes. I mean, (laughs) it happens. Um, I'm also grateful for these nails. I never get long nails and it's a recent addition as of two weeks ago. And my alter ego, I don't really know. I'm still discovering her, but it really feels like she's coming out. So grateful for that.
0: What color are those? Are those like a dark blue? Oh, they should be up black.
1: Oh yes. Yes what my Ma-
0: does Marta have nice nails say again
1: i'm grateful for marta
0: oh you did three great ones all right I'm you here. nailed it she's not
1: she's busy
0: she's yeah busy. she's she, what is she doing over like, there she,
1: she's hitting my chair i don't yeah, know
0: <laughs> she's had she's had enough with it she's like forget this thing
1: She's yelling
0: at me. I love. I love a good nail on uh on somebody because I love colors and I love women's fashion. Like I love me and my wife go get like pedicures together, and I'm always oh, like, picking out. That. Oh, pedicure! Like if you don't get pedicures, male or female, start getting them. They're yeah. great.
1: They are great, and the gross foot is just not appealing on anybody. It
0: is not like they're yeah. baby smooth now. I like my feet feel just great walking barefoot, but then you got to keep doing it. So
1: yeah, I get it. I totally
0: get it. So Brit. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day. Cause I know how busy it is after talking to you with today. And it means so much to me. And I want to say you're doing such a great job and I'm proud of you for not even knowing you and Thank you do you. so much and you're changing lives. And that's so awesome. And I'm glad to meet someone like you. So Britt Turpak, let's tell everybody where they can find you. Um, you, locate can find you.
1: Me, you can follow me at, at on Instagram, meet M E E T. Brit B-R-I-T-T. Perfect. So meet Brit. My my website is meetsgrit.com. Easy enough. Easy enough. And those are the two main things. And then you'll start to hear about the podcast from my Instagram. Follow the Insta stories. It gets wild. Marta makes so many guest appearances my nail guy, Kevin is like, he's next level too. It's just, it's fun. We have a lot of fun.
0: Always awesome. Fun. Yeah. I, um, when I followed you, I was, I was liking the stories. I love a good story. I feel like I post more stories on my end, but they're, they're not as entertaining. They're kind of just dumb stuff. No. But, all right. I, pre- I appreciate
1: Whoa, it. She said loca stories, crazy stories.
0: Can, can she say 20, 10 minutes? Is it is it Siente? No. How do you say 20? 20. Yeah. Vente, Vente Timoteo. Yeah. She's Can got. Can 20
1: ten minutes?
0: So bente 20 minutos. 20 Mateo. Right? 20 minutos. 20, 20, 20, 20
1: Mateo. Timoteo.
0: Con. Con. Okay. All right. You might have to write that out. Mateo. Perfect. Thank okay. you, Marta.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love Marta. I
0: love you so much. <laughs>
1: I think we should just start a show with you, me, and Marta.
0: Hundred, a hundred percent, hundred percent. No, me, you, me, you, Marta, and my mom. I feel like that'd be a great name. Me, you, Marta, and my mom is just the name of the podcast. Is that what we should do?
1: I feel like we should just do that.
0: I would, I would love it. Um, so I say this Thanks. to everybody, and I don't say it in a weird way because I, I say it to my my listeners all the time because I, the reason I say it is because you never know. Uh, just in case something happens if it was the last time you heard from me, but I love you. And I'm so glad that you're doing so well. Um, yeah, I always got to preach. We got to love one another. It's not the same as me loving my wife, but I, I love everybody that I meet, uh, especially positive people with the mental health game. So if anything ever happened to me, which it's not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a long time, but I, I always wanted someone to hear that last so i always let people know that that I, I care for them and i and i wish you nothing but the best positive vibes for you and whoever your future boyfriend um uh, when marta finds them you better have marta be the justice of the peace <laughs> <laughs> marta justice she's of the she's peace
1: too old she was like you're too old you <laughs> no you should not be single you <laughs>
0: So Britt, thank you so much again. I really appreciate it. And you have yourself a great weekend, weekend in life.
1: Thank you. I don't have my, co- wait, hold on.
0: All right, I'm, I'm waiting.
1: Like I always say, get your coffee, get your day.
0: Yes, I'm into that. I actually have to go finish my coffee now. Thank you for finish reminding coffee, me.
1: Finish your finish your day.
0: Perfect. We we are nailing this whole thing. We are nailing this. Have a great day. Bye.